Welcome back to episode number four of the School of Women's Health, the podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about problem solving someone's symptom presentation. (sighs) I feel like so many people are going to understand this. Now, I come from pelvic health, obviously, and most of the time I'm dealing with navigating why someone might be experiencing urinary leaking or pelvic floor tightness, maybe some pain. Um, But generally the concept of what I'm going to talk about today can really apply to pretty much any musculoskeletal injury and or pain or other health condition for that matter. Um, I don't really know anything about other health conditions because it's not my jam, but um, I'm going to assume that you could probably apply this to that. Now, the first module in the mentorship program covers a lot of anatomy. We go over the anatomy review of um, a lot of different things. So we cover attachment points and actions of certain muscles that become pretty important when addressing pelvic health concerns. Um, Alongside anatomy, I talk a lot about general concepts around tissue adaptation and lessons. I feel like we're actually covered in the first year of university in the subjects that we had to do initially that I often wish I paid more attention to, to be quite honest, or didn't really understand while they were teaching it to me. Um, But it was also pretty relevant um, with a lot of the mentees who were probably around like that five years out of uni. And they'd almost forgotten about all of these different concepts, or they hadn't really thought about them in a while in like a practical sense. So I actually decided to put this content in the program for this exact reason. Um, I feel like you learn all this stuff at university around general physiology and how things work on cellular levels. And even though at the time you're wondering how this is relevant, um, you then finish your degree, you dive into clinical practice and it turns into that application, exercise prescription. um, And sometimes you forget all of that science behind things like tissue adaptation and forces that are involved when it comes to biomechanics. Um, you aren't really talking to your clients about this type of stuff. So it just kind of like gets pushed to the back of your mind. Um, so I really wanted to put that in, in the mentorship. And at first I was a bit unsure about why, like, should I really put that in there? Because like, you should know all of this, but at the same time, like people forget, I forget. And to be honest with you, um, really trying to put it onto paper, reminded me of so much more concepts that I hadn't really thought about for a long time, but knew still existed and I was applying and just hadn't really put two and two together. Now, as much as we hate to admit that there are times in our career where a client or a patient, whatever you refer them to, to them as in your practice, um, maybe presenting with pain or symptoms that we just haven't been able to resolve. I know you're thinking, yep, I've done there. I've been there. Whether that is actually during the initial consultation, let's say you just can't work out what the root cause of their issues are. Maybe you don't really know what you're going to give them initially as their exercise because you have no idea why this person is experiencing this pain. Um, It's like they shouldn't really have pain there because all the tests have come back different, um, like sort of negative, I guess, in your assessments. Um, Or maybe it's after you've actually given them a series of treatment protocols. um, They have followed them for a while and nothing has changed. And you sit there and you're racking your brain about how you can address this and why this is happening or why is something not happening in a sense of changing symptoms. And then you get all this self-doubt that kicks in and you start fumbling your way around their prescription, hoping that something you give them helps, not really knowing if it will. Um, And then 
after they've left, you're like, now I can jump online and Google or look for something that might actually help me with their next session um, because you just felt like you had no idea what you're doing. No, I've been there before. <laughs> and I'm sure you all have, especially in those early days. Um, I find that when I really look back at those times where I was really unsure and uncertain about things, I had forgotten to go back to all of those basics of anatomy. So looking at attachment points of muscles and understanding the actions of them, maybe not realizing which muscles were the prime movements in those particular movements they might've been struggling with, or which ones were the accessory muscles that may have been starting to take over more as the prime movers. Maybe like even something as simple as like how compensation patterns could show up in those movement patterns when there are limitations in range of motion and maybe that affect those degrees of freedom. So like a really good example of this that I think um, you might all be able to like think about, visualize and see is like, if somebody cannot get overhead range of motion, what are they really doing to get their arm above their head? Like, what does their body look like? What muscles are actually showing up and doing the job of whatever it is that they're trying to do by putting their hand above their head? Um, and what are the, like, what does that even look like? Like if they actually have no physical range of motion of their shoulder or overhead movement, then something else is doing the action. So if you don't really know like which muscles are supposed to be doing what and what the range of motion should actually look like, and then maybe that little compensation pattern that's going to happen, such as big rib flaring, then to get their head over the top of their head, then maybe it's going to be a lot harder for you to navigate like what to actually do and what to start with. Now, if you truly understand the basics and keep them at the forefront of your mind, then you can really start to peel away at the layers and find potential contributing factors to someone's actual symptoms. So you can change the way that you assess people and therefore change your prescription. And this can really help them and also just help you sort of be a bit more confident in your own skills. I find this is so important with pelvic health, whether it is working out like the driver of the leaking. So like what is driving their leaking? Is it their pelvic floor? Is it their abdominal control? Is it their breathing strategy? Is it the fact that they have no pelvic stability and their pelvic floor is just having to live inside this really unstable pelvis? Um, is it something to do with like, it could be not even pelvic floor related, but let's talk about something like why a diastasis might not heal. Like what is going on? Why is it not healing? Uh, when we look at tissue mechanics, what is getting loaded too much? What is not loaded enough? Um, why are they having maybe ongoing SI joint issues, even though like you've given them all of these exercises and it's just not going to budge, like nothing's changing. You need to go back to those basic lessons that you learned in university. Um, maybe not learned in university, depending on if you listened, but I truly believe um, this helps really begin that problem solving journey when you're just really not sure. Um, and you don't really have that chance to go and ask somebody or do some research because you're with them at the time. Now, if you're listening to this episode right now and you're thinking, oh man, degrees of freedom, I forgot that was even a thing or remembering back to those general concepts like length tension relationship or force production of a muscle and knowing this feeling, um, of, not knowing how to help a client when things may not be presenting as obviously as you'd like them. If you feel like, oh yeah, that's me, then I highly encourage you to go review some of those basic concepts and see how they can apply to your own clientele, regardless of what, what you actually generally treat. Understanding this can really alter the way you assess and prescribe. Um, it can make all the difference in really mastering your skills, whether that is just helping in that clinical population as an EP or whether it's just improving performance with lifting clients if you're someone who's more of a personal trainer. Like 
looking at their movement strategies, understanding biomechanics of squats and deadlifts or hinges. Um, even if you're not even in healthcare and you're listening to this because you just care about general health and how your body works, then learning all of this stuff can really help, especially also if you're into training and you want to improve performance. Lots of concepts around that. Anyway, moral of the story is if you are struggling to really understand something that might be happening within your client or you're just not really quite sure what's going on, go back to the basics. Think about what's happening at that joint, what's happening with the muscle fibers, like what does their alignment look like and how is this impacting maybe the range of motion that they might have at that joint and what might be having to show up and do more work because the range of motion is limited. Um, lots of different concepts there that you can go and explore and just even maybe even just think about it have a think about it are you actually applying any of these concepts to your practice because this is what makes you a really good professional is that you're constantly exploring concepts and applying them to your own treatment anyway bit of a short one today nice and sweet um that's a bit of a wrap <laughs> thanks for joining me please share this amongst your colleagues or your friends if you feel like that would be helpful for them um it'll really support the show and help me reach more people who want to make a difference in the lives of their own clients and patients and improve everyone's lives so ultimately trying to help as many people as possible um, if you aren't already be sure to follow my socials at school of women's health that's for this stuff and if you want to get some one-on-one -on -one help or it's more client-based work at her.exercise.physiology lots of daily content being shared so hit me up and if you have any ideas or things you'd like to explore on the podcast um, things you'd like to hear about please shoot me over a direct message and let me know because i'd love to be able to meet your needs and provide you with educational resources that you actually find helpful um, and if you're a health and fitness practitioner or professional and you want to and you want more education around pelvic health across the female life cycle and you're interested in joining my mentorship program you can jump on the wait list for next year's round i will pop the links to that in the show notes so you can have a look there and join on in otherwise have a lovely day and i will catch you in a fortnight bye